Just. Two. Idiot. Stock. King. So, not too long ago, Kelly, a, a co-worker of Kelly's sister passed away. And she sent me to, as I was at the grocery store, she, uh, she gave me a, an errand to pick out a sympathy card that she wanted to send to him. And while I was there, I couldn't help but notice that none of the sympathy cards have any jokes in them whatsoever. We are just two idiots talking. We've got a uh, well, we've got a show for you today. It's the Sunday show happening on Sunday. The draft has concluded. Uh, I'd like to just start by saying good morning to Cam Champ and Cam Champ alone. I want to be very clear: not good morning to John Rom or Kitiyama. Not good morning to those two. Good morning, Cam Champ. We've got a uh, well. We've got a show for you today. Uh, we've got since we last spoke, just a whole lot of draft talk today. We're going to comment all things draft, what we thought of, uh, what kind of went down, the ancillaries around the draft, the whole spectacle, as it were. Ken's got a bit of trivia as it pertains to the draft, so we'll run through that. Uh, we've got a list because people love lists. Ken, did you know that people love lists? Uh, just finding out for the first time. Well, people love lists. I'm glad you know now. You learn something new every day, as they say. Uh, and we're men of the people, by the people, for the people. So we're going to give the people a list. And we close the show out, as we always do, with the little gaffe we call the little things. Ken, to kick things off here, since we last spoke, my wife is on this uh, health kick, right? So she's going to wow. do a, she's doing a 30-day shred, it's called. 30-day shred. Okay. Me, me being the supportive husband that I am, I was like, I'll join you because misery loves company. Big mistake. Big mistake. I'm so hungry all the time. <laughs> yesterday oh, was. It doesn't allow you to eat? Yesterday was cleanse day. So no, you get like one tiny snack and that's it. And you just drink like this cleanser all day. And I was like, gosh, I feel like my kidneys and liver are, are the whole, you know, they do enough for me for this purpose. I was so hungry yesterday, but I woke up this morning. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. So on the non-shred or on the non-cleanse days, you do like two shakes and then one plated meal. So I was so jacked to get this shake in me this morning. I was like, Ugh. I was shaking for this shake as, as it were. <laughs> shake squared. Yeah. Shake squared. <laughs> I was throw a little avocado. The shake's really good. I do a little oat milk, a little avocado, and then a little ice blended up in the vanilla shake. Oh, it's pretty sounds good. Disgusting. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not disgusting. bad. It's kind of like a, like a milkshake, like a desserty milkshake. See, I'm good with just dying at 70. Yeah, see, I, you know, and this is what I've come to realize the key to a healthy lifestyle, which I know you're familiar is I've heard of it. A regular poo. Yes, that much I am. A consistent poo schedule is the key to a happy and healthy lifestyle. Okay. I'm there. I'm, I'm well, that's why I'm so happy all the time. Exactly. The, I've cracked the code. <laughs> So that's that's my that's been my week in a nutshell. I've been uh, I've been hungry. So does this mean no alcohol? No alcohol is correct. Yeah. For 30 days, huh? 
30 days. We'll see. I might do like a, like a no, 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 no. You gotta be, no, no. You stepped in, the, you stepped into it. This I is know your, I've, this. I've committed. I'm, I'm a quarter of the way there. It's, it's been a week is all. It's been a, week. <laughs> it's been a week and you wake up with violent shakes. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I've got a hankering for these shakes. <laughs> I didn't know we were throwing out shout outs to the golfers, but Alex Smalley, uh, bring it on home, baby. Yeah. I, so you got five of six in the DraftKings. We'll see how it goes for you. The lineup. So I, it's a three entry max competition. The lineup I gave you is in like damn near last place on the show. Yeah. My other well, we had, lineup. We had two guys that didn't even make the cut. Yeah. So there's, I got my third out of three lineups is the one I didn't give on the show. Six of six made the cut, and I'm still we're making the same amount of money on those lineups, but I'm still behind you by like a hundred positions. Yeah, yeah, because you got, see, I've got Rom just like everybody else. Yeah, he is highly owned. So the only thing that I've got that people probably don't have is Smalley, and that's just because I went down the list and plugged in some cheap guy. Well, I'm pretty never... sure one that you have that nobody else has is huh? Huh? But where is he at? He's he's near the cut line, right? No, he's like six, <laughs> six, seven under. <laughs> oh, is he really? Yeah. Okay. He must have made a big comeback last week. Yeah, the, the one that's screwing me is answer. Yeah, yeah. He was on the cut line. He almost missed the cut. <laughs> yeah. Hometown kid, hometown kid. And he was expensive. Since we last spoke, the Mariners can't take care of the Marlins. Last game of the series today, and I've been I've actually been uh, visibly upset each day I check the scores and I see <laughs> the score because isn't it just true Mariners fashion? The last the very last show we comment and say, look at them go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we jinxed them. Yeah, stop me if you've heard this one before. The Maybe game. they're on that. All those players need to get off that cleanse diet. Exactly. Start eating some, start eating some meat. Some sugar, get it rolling. Carbohydrates. Yeah, Mariners. I was excited when I looked at the schedule ahead. I thought, okay, here's where we can pad some lead here. I knew it was going to be, it was going to be iffy against Tampa. They're a good team, you know, formidable. They're, I mean, they were in the in the World Series a few years ago, two years ago. And it's in Tampa too. Yeah. So uh, I'm figuring, but Marlins, hell, we ought to be able to pick up a, at least a series right there. You know, two yeah. out of three? No, no. Something. Maybe one out of three. Still in, still yeah, in play. One, yeah. yeah, hopefully not the bagel. <laughs> <laughs> and we're now approaching 500. 11 and 10, I believe, is the record now. Yeah, they were. The, they had the fourth best record a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a difference a week makes. Yeah, this is, how it, this is how it turns around real quickly. And this is why I'm out on baseball until at least July. Yeah, well, and NHL playoffs are firing up now. Yeah, so, we're we're damn near there. They start when do they start? Wednesday, Thursday? I would imagine Wednesday. I mean, they're everybody's done except for the one game tonight. Yeah, and it, it there's no implications. Right, right. So I don't know. We could, I could probably, hold on. Give me give me twelve seconds, and I can. Uh, no, we got games starting tomorrow, baby. Oh, really? They kick off that early, huh? Bruins, Hurricanes, Tampa, Toronto, 
St. Louis, Minnesota, Los Angeles, Edmonton. So are we, so wait a second. I have a proposal on the, on the game. Do we, should we keep the teams that we drafted to see if I can make up ground that way? Or do you want to redraft? We would have to redraft because I'm going to have more teams in it than you. I know, but that's, that's the roll of the dice. That's the gamble I'm taking. Can I make it up and have the champion? Oh, okay. I see. So, so we're going to expedite round. So how do we count points? Double points. We'll have to let's let's mull it over and then we can. Okay, so no redraft. We'll figure out the scoring later. Okay, just, yeah. See if I can one. see if I can save face in the playoffs with less teams. Well, and then you also got awards and awards. Yeah, and uh, well, you so you're pretty much the West is what's going to really kill me because you're guaranteed points in the West no matter on some series, right? Well, I've got St. Louis and Minnesota, so yes. <laughs> Uh, you've got, you've got Edmonton. Do I have the Kings? You do have the Kings. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else is out West? Uh, I've got Colorado and do I have Calgary? Let's see. I don't know. I don't know who has Calgary. I think you may have Calgary. If I have here, I can pull it up real quick. Oh, it's not on there. Numbers. Where's the numbers? It's a little bar graph, different oh, okay. colors. There it is. <laughs> I've never, I've never used uh, the spreadsheet on Apple before. It's no, it's no Excel. I just download Excel. Um, you have Nashville. I have Calgary and Dallas. So I've got. Two, two series where I've got both teams. Yeah, so out West, I would really have to make up ground in the East. And I've got the number one overall out West. Colorado, with, yeah. With Colorado. Yeah, I would need an upset out West. In the East, you've got Carolina, which is the number one overall, and Washington. Oh, no, I've got Washington. Oof, I hate to have to root for the Capitals. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Pittsburgh, and I've got New York, so we're opposing there. Yeah, and I'm cheering against myself there. I've got Boston. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I have Florida. Whoa, I had the wrong team there. Carolina is the number two seed. So, I, so I've got the Panthers and Washington, so I've got two in the same. They're head-to-head. So I get to, I get to root for Florida. <laughs> um, you've got Carolina. I've got Boston. You've got Toronto, and do you have Tampa as well? Yes. So, yeah. you're, so you've got guaranteed advancement there. Yeah, but I don't want the guaranteed advancement because that's guaranteed elimination as well. Yeah, well, I mean, I could have three. I'll probably have three teams in the West after the first round. Yeah, and that's going to – I don't know if I'll be able to make up enough ground. I'd, I would have to have the champion, right? And a lot of specific things would have to occur because you're so set out West. But – on the bright side, at the end of the month is the French Open. Redemption. <laughs> it's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot in the ladies' draw. We'll see if they allow Russians. Did you hear about Wimbledon? Uh-uh. Oh, are they really going to bar them for? Boom. No Russians in the, No Russians at Wimbledon. They already announced it. 
Love oh gosh. That. Love that. Whew. Them be fighting words. Them be fighting words. Medvedev's gonna get on Putin. Just think if no, he isn't, because he's got family that lives in Russia. This is the whole this is the whole problem with the whole thing. If you you can if you want to speak out, you put your entire family your, at risk. Yeah, yeah. Everybody that you know and love it will be arrested immediately. Could just be could just be disappeared. what a what a situation what a situation ken since we last spoke uh my wife bought a uh an instant hard-boiled egg maker i'm gonna give just a quick product review here it is the dash rapid egg cooker this thing has a setting you can do soft boiled medium boiled or hard boiled cooks the perfect egg I had myself a soft boiled egg. I haven't had many of those because usually, you know, you watch the time. There's a skill involved with doing a hard boiled egg. You don't want to get that grayish green on the Dude, outside. I am, of the- I am a I am a master at hard boiled eggs. Yeah, yeah, but it it requires attention, right? Because it's it's all a timing thing. It's all about the timing. This thing takes it all away. No more skill involved in a hard boiled egg, medium boiled egg, or soft boiled egg. I had one of the soft boiled eggs the other day. Dynamite. Ten out of ten. 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. It was, I make the perfect, I make the perfect uh, boiled egg with a pan and water and egg and egg. Yeah. You got to have the egg. (laughs) If you want a perfect hard boiled egg, here's the key. And, and I have, I have just recently switched this. I do a lot of hard boiled eggs because we do a lot of salads and I like the egg on my salad. Right. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost become vital to a salad at this point. Now and I and then I also do a dynamite deviled egg as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that one you can mess up though, right? Because you add the mayo anyway, so it kind of alleviates that that yolk problem. Like even if you get the grayish green on the yolk, you can still you can still mayonnaise that out. Yeah, yeah, you nobody nobody's going to notice that on a deviled egg. I don't I don't mind the sulfur. All right, no? I mean, no, that that to me doesn't kill it, but. I've switched up. I, I'd heard about different ways to do this. And what I do now also cures the peeling problem. So mm-hmm. I've got, I've got the perfect, it's the perfect cooked egg and easy peel. Boy, you got to boil. I used to just, I used to put the eggs in the water, bring it to a boil. I no longer do that. Now the, with the new way you're good, you got to give up one egg. It's a sacrificial. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's but, why it's the perfect way because you're sending one to the gods. Well, and the dog likes it because he, he ends up getting that one where, okay. where half the white is pushed out of the, because it breaks the first egg that come, that goes in. You do a pre, you boil, you bring the water to a boil first, then drop your eggs in 13 minutes and then immediate ice bath. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key is that immediate ice bath and it's got to be super cold water too. Right. And then that pulls the egg away from that shrinks the egg. Away and then from the shell. Pretty, that makes the easy peel. Yeah. That's a, that's like one of the most satisfying things is when you peel a hard boiled egg and you get the, just that zoop, all the way around. Boom. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, I could almost reattach. I could almost reattach the shell in one fell swoop. Yeah. That's right. If I had a little gorilla glue. Yeah. Just, you wouldn't even see the seam. That's how, that's how clean this one is. Download, rate, subscribe. 
Gorilla. Gorilla Glue. If we post a video, I've got the shirt on. Oh, you've got a shirt. <laughs> Maybe that's how it mentally got into my head. Subliminally, it, it hit you. <laughs> Download, rate, subscribe is right. I already got free gear from them, so send some more. I love this shirt. It's so comfortable. I do. Oh, really? One of yeah. those, huh? <laughs> I do the Gorilla Glue. I've got Gorilla Glue tape as well that I yeah. use. That's yeah. what I use for my, uh, when I do my mailings. Oh, guess who just arrived? Puppy dog. Oh, kitten. <laughs> sweet girl. Sweet girl. That's all I got for since we last spoke. That's all I have outside of the draft, Ken. So do you want to just jump into draft talk here? Why not? There's no rules. There's no rules to this. We make our own rules, except for the FCC. Maybe they would come for us if things got a little out of hand. We're not on public, right? It's explicit. I mean, really, it's it's just a matter i mean we're, we're not threatening any politicians or, or th anything like that with life and uh we're not using any music so i think we're set yeah, yeah. copyright we'll get the lawyers on it if if, if otherwise okay if, if you cannot afford an attorney one will be granted to you that's what we use so we have to get arrested. <laughs> well, you can get, we have to get arrested, get an attorney appointed to us. And oh, and by the way, I got this other thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, just just look it over. Let me know what you think. You know, I'm not a contract lawyer, uh, but uh, I'll give it a whack. Why not? I've got a few notes. If you could just edit those. <laughs> Ken, the NFL draft started on Thursday, concluded on Saturday. Hey. Excuse right. me. Ugh. Concluded on Saturday, round one on Thursday evening, round two and three on Friday evening, and then the remaining rounds on Saturday. Where do you want to take this first, Ken? Do you want to take like the, the spectacle of it all and the outside stuff or the actual picks? I want to talk about Seahawks. I'm sure he crescendo on the, on the Seahawks, so let's put that to the end. Let's uh, yeah, we can crescendo to the Seahawks. So if you let's go picks here first, kick things off. This uh, linebacker out of Georgia who came out of nowhere, seemingly I felt like because uh, I didn't hear his name till like a week before, and I was like, oh, where did he come from? Right, but right before the draft, he was the odds-on favorite. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I, I checked on, like, Monday, and I was like, oh, where the hell did Walker come from? Yeah, it was Hutchinson, 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 Hutchinson. Walker. And, and then all of a sudden, Walker, yeah. The last yeah. – yeah, the only reason I knew about it was because I looked at the mocks right before, maybe even day of, and they all had Walker going there, so. Yeah, so Walker goes first. Uh, apparently – the way he was used at Georgia was uh, as a utility guy. Jacksonville intends on not doing that, which is why uh, they they took him number one overall is because he's he lost a lot of production due to him being a utility guy is what is what I heard from the analysis is what I gathered. Okay. Now I use the uh, <clears throat> the CBS app. That's what I use as well. But I also did the ESPN to get different perspectives. So I, I went back and forth to check on these. Oh, okay. So, you well, maybe you can give me some input on what ESPN does. I've banned ESPN. Uh, occasionally, I play that uh, 
streak for the cash streak for the cash yeah i have but to keep I, it because of espn plus so. but i get a few days into it and then forget so <laughs> yeah. you you've got nine in a row where are you where have you been <laughs> so what what irritated me is on this grading thing you know because they 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 on CBS, I don't know if on ESPN if they do this, but on the CBS, they grade every draft pick, right? Yeah, and it's immediately there. And you're like, what right. the? Now, the problem that I have is this. You give them, let's say you give them a, a, a straight B. It doesn't matter, whichever grade, other than an A. What I want you to tell me is, what should they have picked in order for you to give them an A then? Because yeah. there, are some, there are some of these that I'm like, okay, well, that they gave... Aiden Hutchinson, B plus. He's been ranked as the number one in all the mock drafts for a year now. He gets picked. CBS gives him a B plus. Okay, what's the A then? Who 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 are you going to put in there that you would get an, assign an A grade to? Since yeah. your mock draft had him at number one and he's now at number two, <laughs> how is that not an A plus? Yeah, how is that not an <laughs> That's A? That's a plus? steal. You had him as the number one overall. They, yeah, exactly. It's a steal. It's a, it's the steal of the draft, according to your mock. And the, so when you watch the CBS one in the later rounds too, doesn't it feel like they're just, they're just throwing something out? Cause I started to read them and I was like, you're just assigning a grade, just to assign a grade. And then you give an analysis that doesn't even have anything to do with the grade. Right. The, well, the analysis co- contradicts the grade. Yeah, and you're like, what? The, <laughs> you just put something on there because you're trying to do this real time. Because and then you can also one thing I noticed as well with the CBS the CBS app, you can see the bias just glean through. This guy's obviously from New York because the New York team's got A's throughout. Well, I thought the Jets did really good, and that's where I wanted to pivot to next was, um, was what did you think or who do you think had had the best draft now? To let you know, I haven't finished watching it yet. Okay. I'm only I'm only like uh, middle of the fifth round right now. Uh, I had only seen Seattle's um, was it cornerback that kid from San Antonio, UTSA. Yeah, the wide receiver was was no 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 the corner. Yeah, the Tariq uh, Wood. Wolf. Or he had converted from a wide receiver. I yeah. hear, I hear, yeah I see what you're saying. Yeah. So um, should, just a little after that is about where I'm at in the draft. Okay. So I haven't um, even gotten to their second pick in the fifth round yet. Okay. So I know who they have because I looked it up. Right. <laughs> um, but I like to listen to what they, what they have to say about the players. Yeah. Yeah. That That's, I found myself watching the draft a lot more than usual. Cause usually I just read the thing, but then I was like, gosh, I kind of like, I would just, I would see that the Seahawks were coming up. I would switch over from the golf just to watch it real quick and see what they said about the pick. Mm-hmm. And then I would jump back over to the golf because uh, yeah. it's just a little more in-depth analysis. Um, who do I think won the draft? Uh, as always, the number one best drafting team by far in a way in the NFL year after year is the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. Yes. <laughs> and they don't, and it's not even Ozzie Newsome anymore. It's like he just he just trained the guy and here's what you do. Oh yeah, okay. Here's my note on the Ravens. And I took this, I took this after round one. Ravens, the epitome of take the best player. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. And they just knock it out of the park. 
That's what they do. And it works out for them. Yeah. 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 And then um, some interesting trades though, in round one, uh, AJ Brown. Going to Philly. Yes. Going, going to Philly. Uh, I was texting my buddies about it. I was like, Tennessee just set the blueprint for exactly what you've been saying. Right. Let him go. Let the wide receiver go. There's plenty others. That's right. This, that's why I think this will be Metcalf's last year in Seattle. Yep. <laughs> and then we'll trade him next year. And, uh, and somebody will, will give up a, a first or a second rounder for him and uh, just use that. I, the, guy that we, the guy that Seattle got in the seventh round could be the, the Metcalf replacement. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought when I saw that. I was like, oh, that guy's like the exact same size. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so end is fast. So, yeah. Uh, I thought the Jets, but it's hard. It was hard to mess it up with as many picks as they had. Yeah. And they got that. I was, I was a little surprised at the wide receiver because I was like, they should go with that uh, Notre Dame safety right here. Just shore up the secondary, completely oh, shore it up. Instead of Olave, yeah, or no Wilson, they went Wilson. Oh Wilson, yeah, that's right. Oh, that was in the tenth. That was their tenth pick, right? Oh, who did Olave go to? New Orleans. Yes, that's right. Yeah, New Orleans traded up. Yeah, to get Olave. Yeah. So the Ohio State receivers, uh, big timers, big timers in the yeah. first round. Yeah, top. Well, what was did New Orleans go eleven then? Uh, I think third. 13 yeah, or did either it, way two two wide receivers in the top 15 yeah that's the, the two wide receivers from your team <laughs> <laughs> that's not too shabby <clears throat> not too shabby at all i think the giants also did have a good draft they did not mess it up right they just took the best player that was available obviously there's a little bit of bias coming from me here my boy Thibodeau goes number five now the the irony of it all is that they're both still going to suck next year because neither one of those teams has a quarterback whatsoever. It's so true. <laughs> oh, poor Zach Wilson, that poor soul. Yeah, he's got three, but he's only got like two or three more years of punishment, right? And then he'll be. Yeah, then he'll be holding, a backup somewhere. Yeah, holding the clipboard or or analyzing. He'll be in the Baker Mayfield situation. Oh, speaking of, I was going to ask you this: How excited are you for? Baker Mayfield being your quarterback next year. Because that's going to happen. You think so? I'm almost positive at this point that he's going to be the starter in Seattle. Well, they did just – did you see they just got an undrafted free agent, lefty from uh, some Louisiana school? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll Well, see. I didn't see see that. It It didn't pop up. Well, I turned off notifications from CBS, so I don't. I don't. I, uh, Baker Mayfield. As long as they don't give up anything, I'm just fine with it. Okay, before we get to the C- before we get to the Seahawks draft, <laughs> you wanted to talk about the aesthetics or the surroundings yeah. of the draft. I was I like the whole time. Know. I was like, "What? Why? I get it's in Vegas, but what is with the spectacle here? Let's just make the pick. Let's stop having people come up and d- get it out of a Houdini straight jacket. And Okay. Well, they've done that for years now. So you clearly haven't watched the draft for, for a long time. Well, I'm just the first round guy. Then I track on the app. Right. So then they, then they get some, some schmuck who won a contest 
in the fifth <laughs> round to announce the to announce the pick, right? Or, or some old time Hall of Famer that nobody has ever heard of unless you're 60 years old. But see, that was that like a couple of years ago. That was the big. That was the uh, like the Dallas, the Dallas and Philadelphia guys especially go at each other. Like Drew yeah. Pearson. Like I think it was Drew Pearson. I mean, it, he had a clip that I'm sure you've seen where he's dissing Philly and and back and forth. I think it was like the kicker or the punter for Philadelphia dropped the mic on Dallas. Oh, so, so those things are. You know, it's bad when a kicker is getting you. Yeah, um, yeah, you don't want that. But I think that was right after the, they won the Super Bowl, right? So Dallas, what can Dallas say, right? Yeah, yeah. What I had more of the problem with is I was – it was fifth – now, granted, it's fifth round. But these it, this is when picks are coming through like this. Yeah, and we're six and behind. Where they're so fast that, that, that you don't even get analysis on every pick. You know, they'll sometimes they don't even mention the pick. But then they, they've got this band on stage playing a whole song. I was like, if I wanted to see a concert, I'd switch <laughs> it over to some other channel or YouTube or something else. Yeah. I want info on this on the draft. Forget about this. And then the other thing I found funny was the drafts in Vegas, they, they come out with their, their whole Vegas group, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the Vegas supporters. I don't even know who it was that was there. It was a one play, one ex player, and then a bunch of I don't know, schlubs that they, maybe it was prostitutes that were walking the street and said, you like to, I see, I see you've 20 got 20 bucks silver. for a photo. I see you've got silver and black on. Would you like to be in the draft? <laughs> and they come out and they could go, give it up for, let's hear it for you Raider fans out there. And it was, <laughs> was like, it's in Vegas. You would think of, of the team that's represented the most, that should be the team, right? The you hometown team. And I was like, that was pretty sad. That was pretty sad. I mean, other other fan bases are bringing it, and you've got this. Mm. Yeah, they get. Uh, they were busy on on the weekend, so they were at the pool party up the up the road. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, that's what it was. Whereas these other guys traveled to support the team. So yeah. Uh, the one I the reason I took the note down was I I tune in and it's the Blue Man Group, and I was like, that's the most Vegas thing I've ever seen. Let's have the Blue Man Group on stage at the draft were they announcing a pick or performing they were performing before it was like right before the round started i think really yeah (laughs) i was like what the hell is the blue man group doing here uh also uh the spectacle um and this this one kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit after seattle announces the ninth pick denver and i don't know if you saw this or how you would have seen it but denver posts this corny ass video of russell wilson in denver gear and uh peyton from denver the gm or whatever calls up russell wilson's like russ we're getting ready to take you at number nine yada yada and russ like oh yeah like russ russell wilson gets the call is what they titled the video it's like Mm -hmm. a minute clip i was like what a bunch of fucking assholes let the connor or let the cross kid have his moment he's the number nine pick not you, you fucking cheesy ass dipshit. Oh, whoa, whoa, easy, easy. Wilson! Wilson! <laughs> just corny. Like it the further away he gets from Seattle, the more I realize he's just such an odd being. Yeah, personally, I've never liked I, I remember the first interview I heard was was before he ever took a snap. It was with Colin Cowherd. And I was like, and and I go, 
okay, this, this guy's pretty smart, right? He was boring, but <laughs> he didn't say anything stupid, right? Like mm -hmm. a lot of things. And then I, and then the, after I saw or heard his second interview, I went, oh, this guy's just a robot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got PR in his ear. <laughs> but yeah, they did the, they did the, yeah, we're going to take you with the ninth pick, just completely trying to steal this kid's thunder. Like, let the, let the guy just have it. Uh, well, he was the ninth pick, not Russell Wilson. You know what? Then we, then we let, when we let C cross. We, we, Chucky Cross, as I like to call him, we let, <laughs> let that be motivation for him. Yeah. And uh, before diving too much into the Seattle thing, another thing with these, uh, with like the, the, just the noise outside, like the, the current players, former players, like why is it always, why does a QB have to bitch about everything? They are such divas. Like Lamar Jackson, the whole draft just noticeably pissed off on yeah. Twitter. Okay, yeah. Uh, I had a question for you. Why I'd, I didn't even take note of the trade of Marquise, right? right. So this is what he's complaining about. It, yep. But I heard about it later because Marquise asked for a trade, <laughs> right? Did you hear about this? No, I didn't know that. Well, Lamar Jackson is, bitch, is just crushing Baltimore for making a trade of him. And then it come to find out that he's the one that asked to be traded. Right. So you're like, well, where's the communicate that Baltimore can draft, but clearly they've got some communication problem in the house because yeah. he's, he's bitching at Baltimore for trading the guy that asked to be traded. Now, you would think that Mar uh, Marquise would talk to Lamar as well. Right. Aren't they supposed exactly. to be boys? <laughs> but maybe, he, maybe, maybe, maybe Lamar is the reason that he asked for the trade. We don't know. Right. Could very well be, but this just, this just brought up in me to this thing like Aaron Rodgers too. Like, I love that guy. He's fantastic as what, at what he does, but again, just bitching about, for, I mean, green Bay is like almost deliberately trying to put way too much on his shoulders, but by not giving him a first round talent at all ever. Well, uh, you could say that Adams was first round talent, even yeah. though he wasn't the first rounder. Right. But uh, this, this is my thought on the matter though. If you're bitching about that as a quarterback, you're just showing your insecurities of how you don't think you're good enough to lead a team because wouldn't you want the challenge because you think you're good enough and don't need top tier talent. Like it's just this, this uh, like in the NBA, it's this, I have to team up with people to, to win a championship mentality. Bunch of pussies. But the problem is, you take the paycheck. Now you, this is what you got to suffer through, right? This is the problem. This is the problem with the, with the economic scale in the NFL. If you, <laughs> if you pay your quarterback, then you can't pay for anything else. Right. Yeah, Cause you got to have, especially at the going rate now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you got to fill out 53, maybe more now. I don't know if they changed it with the, with the 17 game schedule. So if you want to complain about it, then take your pay cut. Yeah. Like and don't, Brady. don't make your money. Yeah. Do you want to win or do you want to get paid? That's right. That's, that's the reason that Tom Brady has as many rings as he did is because his wife is bringing home the cash. Right. Yeah. And so he can <laughs> take the pay cut, but it's not like it's going to be, you know, I don't want to get into people's economics, but if you, you can't do both though. You can't complain about not have, not being able to field the team when you're, you're the reason that, 
they can't feel the team. Right. There's a, just a, a shade of hypocrisy going on with these players. Now, I still haven't heard where Marquise went to. Arizona. Arizona. Because they need because they don't have enough wide receivers. Right, right. Well, I think uh, Kirk is gone, so he'll be the number two now. I would say he's still the number th- – I would still put – I would still – I would say he's the number three. Uh, behind Hopkins and who else, though? Um. What's his name that we had in every fantasy game? I, no, AJ, I don't think he's with Arizona anymore. Yeah, no, he is. Oh, he is? Did he, yeah. I thought he signed a one-year deal last year. I thought he went to, like, he, Philly. He re-signed. Oh, did he? I thought he went to, like, Philly or something. No, he's with he's with Arizona. I'm 98% sure that I have heard of that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, okay. <laughs> I'm going to double-check that right now, NFL teams – NFL teams, Arizona is right at the top, which makes that convenient. <laughs> it's just a roster. You could depth. just Google AJ Green. <laughs> roster depth chart, and he's numbered, he's listed as number three on the depth chart. AJ Green. Hopkins, but it's but now here's the problem with CBS. Apparently, they don't know how to count because they have number one Hopkins, number three, AJ Green. They don't have a number two. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on the other side? Does it give it like a formation? No, it's just wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> they just haven't had time to get uh, Brown in there yet. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> they just It's anticipatory three. Moving on to the Seahawks draft, as, uh, as is tradition, we'll talk mm-hmm. about the Seahawks on this, uh, on this very program. Ken, I would liken this to and i wouldn't i don't know but i could imagine what this would be like you have a scare maybe you you know have you're in you're in the medical field somebody with the hiv coughs blood into your eye there's an episode of house uh pertaining to the matter Uh uh cameron gets the blood in the eye you get the test i'm thinking three billboards outside of ebby is the scene is the scene that I think of where he coughs on her right at when she's being when she's been arrested for the dental incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? I have, yeah, but it I don't remember that part. I'd have to revisit. I've only seen it once. I'm like, only who, it's, who it's watches only, it on a weekly basis? Anyway, he coughs blood on Francis McDormand. Only oh yeah, Woody have, Harrelson does. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. only he doesn't have a he doesn't have a communicable disease though. He's got cancer. I mean, he, he can't give her cancer by coughing blood. Right, right. I, I do. I, I recall now. Yes. Um, <laughs> but back to like the house situation, because, right, you could get the HIV from having the blood in your system and you get the test. You're just awaiting the results. That's what it felt like for the Seahawks pick at nine. For me, I was awaiting the results. They went cross. I got the negative test results. I don't have HIV. What a relief. That's what it felt like to me. I was totally anticipating fucking like Desmond Ritter or some stupid bullshit that they would try to pull and pick at nine quarterback quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have never been I, like, I don't usually get nervous for anything. I was so nervous for this number nine pick. So that explains the text that you sent me. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I just looked at the, I just looked at the pick and I was like, well, yeah, that's, that's a solid pick right there. Yeah. Both the quarter. Both the corners were gone, right? So 
Uh, yeah, that was it was just such a relief. The text I sent to you was just a simple phew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a movie at the time, so I had no idea what you were talking about because I didn't watch the first round of the draft until the next morning. Oh, yeah. See, I watched I just tuned in. I did watch. Uh, I tuned in late, so I watched the picks like three through. Yeah, Stingley was the first pick that I saw, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Um, yeah, because that's who that's who I thought Seattle was going to end up getting. Yeah, which I would have been all right with. Yeah, I would have been all right with that too. Um, I recorded it so that I I could watch all. Yeah, yeah. I don't do anything live, ever. I if just I don't have to. I just jumped in and because I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching my phone anyway. I might as well just watch the pick live. Okay. So I watched that one and then I I jumped out. Uh who was the 10th pick? Was that New York? New York Jets. Yeah. So I, I did see that one and then I tuned out. That was the wide receiver. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, okay, I can <sighs> I was like, all right, all right. Whew. That was that was uh that was a lot of buildup for uh crosses the draft pick, left tackle, great pass blocker, and just the complete fuck you to Russell Wilson. Get the best tackle at the position at the uh the best pass blocking tackle in the draft. Let's take him number nine overall. <laughs> well, because you can teach you can teach how to run block. Easy. Yeah, it's a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. Just just yeah. push through. <laughs> Which is what they're gonna end up doing, as you know. Now, I don't know what you thought of. Okay, so the the D lineman from Minnesota, Mafe, what's his name? Yeah. Is that how you say it? Bui. Bui Mafe. He's a little old, but fills a need. I was like, okay, okay, we're filling needs. We're filling needs. I like this. I like this. We look at the best prospect at the at the position that we need, and we take him. That's this a, well, is a Seahawks draft that I've been waiting for. On the on the um, well, no, this was reminiscent of a draft a long time ago to me. Yeah, twenty. This was this was nostalgia of of the year with uh, Richard Sherman mm-hmm. and uh, Earl Thomas, I believe. No, yeah. was it Earl Thomas? Yeah. yeah. That, well, and then Cam was that was the was a was he a free agent pickup or was he drafted? Um, anyway it was it was like a two-year window where everything was just meshing which ended up turning into that super bowl team yes yeah that's it that is exactly what it felt like and you were like okay i can get down with this then of course gotta take a running back right because that's just true seattle fashion at first i was like why the hell are we doing this right here that uh the corner uh booth from Clemson is available. Vikings take him right after. I was like, gosh, that would have been a nice little piece. Uh, but the more I read into it, the more I'm coming around on the Walker pick. Uh, just as a super early for a position that's uh, not really uh, in demand, so to speak. Right. But they wouldn't have been able to get him. I, I loved the pick instantly. First of all, this is Penny's last year as a Seahawk. Yeah, Carson, it sounded like Carson's not going to play another down as well. Well, he's been hurt anyway, so, right? So, I mean, you you just can't count on it. Yeah. So, this this brings depth to the position. 
And then now next year we can just say, okay, Penny, you know, because you're not going to re-sign Penny for crazy money. He's just not worth it. Right. And even if he does go crazy this season, it would be dumb to re-sign him for what, like, if you go based on just this prove it year and the last five games of last season and he goes wild uh, and he gets top tier running back money, don't pay that man. Don't pay no. him. Let him no, go. Don't, don't pay that man his money. Don't pay that man his money. No. no, I don't pay running backs or wide receivers, period, anymore, ever. Right. And, and until they change the rules of the NFL back to where you can actually play defense. Um, then I just I just don't do it. Period. Yeah, just draft a draft a six rounder and put him plug and play. That's right. Um, I had him as the best running back. I know there was, you know, it's back and forth uh, for one and two. Him and the Iowa State Brees Hall, who the Jets got. Right. Um, <clears throat> but I that's instantly what I what came to my mind. Penny's gone. This is Penny's last year. Okay, cool. We got this guy now for four years on a rookie contract. It's second round money. As long as this guy can stay healthy. Yeah, uh, and he, he runs like Marshawn Lynch, right? With the, the power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We and he so he doesn't do he does what we don't need him to do, which is catch the ball. I mean, if he's able to pass block, I don't know what you know, I don't know his all around game. So I can't I can't critique it. I watch I watched enough Michigan State to see it which is to say I've seen him in two games. Uh, <laughs> but in both of those games, he was damn impressive. So I was like, okay, I'm good with this. Yeah, and at Michigan State, he can catch the ball. He just never had to. I think he had like nine catches last year, but he, they just never threw him the ball. So Well, because they didn't need to throw the ball. Exactly. He was getting first downs on every carry. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we go the running back. I'm like, okay, whatever. Pete got his pick. Uh, and yeah, like I said, at first it, I was like, God damn it. And then as, as I just looked more into it, I was like, okay, I, I see it. I see it. Just, I, I'm just not a, it's, this is an opinion thing. I'm just not a big fan of taking running back so early. Well, it's, it's better than first round. Right. That's true. It's That's better. true. It's getting better. <laughs> yeah. So my buddies are texting me and they're like, what are the Hawks going to do tonight? I was like, who's the fourth best running back prospect. That's who we're taking at nine. <laughs> that, that got a few chuckles, but uh, yeah. So second round, we go with the, the D the Mafe and then uh, running back, which is fine. Uh, we come back around and then we, then the corners come to oh, us. Right? Depth at O-line. Oh yeah, uh, the Wazoo kid. Yeah, yeah, big man. He's a big man. He's a big man. He gets to the second level very well. He's the run blocker, so we're going to be running to the right side a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, they the grades weren't so good on it, but I, just anything depth at offensive line. I, there was two. There was really only two positions I wanted to see them do, and they did. They did that enough for me, and that was offensive line. And um, and corner. Yeah, yeah. And I was uh, one thing I was hoping for, like even maybe at nine, it maybe maybe would have been a little early. But this uh, this UW kid that Kansas City got, I I was quite impressed with with the way he uh, played some foosball. McDuffie. Oh, he's early. he was the first corner that was taken. 
No, McDuffie um, from UW. He w- he went to Kansas City. NCAA. Whoops, my teams. There were two UW that corners. Was, okay. Oh, you wanted him as the first over as their as Seattle's first overall pick. Yeah, number nine. Because he did what he go seventeen. He went twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, he was. I liked him as corner. Because I or a trade back. Uh, I think they were trying to trade back, but just nobody. See, I think they did too. And then they ended up trading back with Kansas, Kansas City in the third round. Was it the third round? Yeah, third round. That sounds right. Yeah, but I'm, I uh, yeah. If and then yeah, they address corner, which it felt like they just had a list and started checking off needs to fill. And we so now Seattle's got a guy named Kobe Bryant. I don't know what I feel, how I feel about that. We need to, do we need to take a tea? No, I just got an email. Oh, because you said <laughs> at eleven, you said at eleven, you had to do something. Nope, she uh, she left already, so she just took the boy. So. Oh, okay. She's so we're good. Not, you know what she's doing? She's going to Chick-fil-A. Oh, no, I guess she can't go to Chick-fil-A on Sunday. She's going to Popeye's. <laughs> I know. She yeah. Yesterday, she took Marley and went and ran errands. I was like, you cheating son of a gun. <laughs> I was like, I know you're out there buying food. It's a different kind of cheating. <laughs> so we went, went to a it movie hurts me more. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, we went to a movie last night too. Saw Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog too. Brought the boy. Uh, he's offering gummy worms to me, me and her, and then she accepts the gummy worm. I was like, I just was staring at her with wide eyes, and she's like, "All right, you cleanse police." Because I was that's offering you, the gummy that's worms. That's when you go. This was your idea. Yeah, it's not me. I'm the support. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the support. Kobe Bryant, first corner off the board, the award winner last year. You know he's you know he's got reps because Sauce Gardner was opposite him, so he's gonna get thrown at. <laughs> yeah, because Sauce Gardner only had like 13 passes thrown his way. Exactly. So you know Kobe Bryant's getting work in. <laughs> I love the pick. I like it. I like it. Tariq Woolen. This, this is, is a, this, this is, is project. Richard, this is the Richard Sherman pick. Yeah, this is right the project. Here. He's and everybody that was talking about it were, was like, "Wow, what I would do to get my hands on this guy's ability, athletic skill, and just everything is just pure gold as far as uh, what he can be. It's just a matter of he was a wide receiver last year or two years ago. Right, he's only played the position for two years. Yeah." And did you hear why he why he no longer played wide receiver? Because he can't catch. <laughs> it was fine with me. Just knock it down. I don't care. Exactly. And that's the you always say that when you're like, oh, the receiver drops the ball. Up oh, should have been a corner. Should have been a corner. But this guy's big like a wide receiver, right? Six exactly. foot four. Yeah, he's the uh, and uh, Pete Carroll and John Schneider are like the best people to develop this guy, I think. And then also Desai on the defensive side. Oh, it's going to be great. I love the cornerback room right now. I love the defensive line room. Linebacker, a little iffy. Young, though. So, Young, yeah. So that's that's okay. Yeah, it would have been nicer to have at least one more year uh, instead of being a charger. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. A Ram? 
Is he a rain? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I know LA. I knew it was in LA. It was in LA. You were close. You had a 50 50 shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they go back to defensive line. Uh, another raw guy, but super talented and uh, plays. He has really good hands. He played uh, the toughest competition in the Big Ten, too, which is good. Right. And the reason, the only reason he fell, the only reason he fell to the fifth round was injury. Yeah. Yeah. Which just get him right and uh, get him in the healthy. training room. Yeah. Yeah. Just work on it. One thing I want to comment on outside of the Seahawks, the Philadelphia Eagles get this Nicobe Dean and all because of medicals, right? Isn't that the only reason he fell that far? I've never even heard of him. So you're, you're, you're teaching me something right now. Georgia linebacker. He was projected like first, second round. He drops the Philly in like the third or fourth round all because of a shoulder injury. Yeah. Yeah. So good for them. Yeah. Good for them. He's like number 14 overall prospect and he drops the, the third round. Oh, then that, that's what they, that's what you call a steal. Steal, steal. Yeah. People were like, people were commenting. They're like, this is not even a steal because it's so far beyond a steal that it, it, you can't even count it as a steal. And, it, and if it's shoulder, it's not like he's a quarterback, right? Yeah. He's a linebacker. I'm more concerned with, I'm more concerned with knees and not even as much anymore or hamstrings. Like Neck. if you're, Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's career ending type. Thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's freak. No, that, but that's a freak injury. Yeah. And that's injury, you know, so. Seahawks close it out with two wide receivers. I was like, that's fine. Uh, one kid FCS, the last pick FCS kid. That's the big guy. Another kid is a small guy, uh, but possession guy. So just two, two different types of wide receivers, fill plug and play. They, 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 they resemble what, is currently on the roster. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is that a coincidence? I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> all in all, a fantastic draft. I thought. I'm so satisfied with it. Yeah, I give uh, Seattle a uh, a B plus. I would tell you what an A would or what they would have had to do to get an A, but I don't know. <laughs> it's a great CBS drafting, right there. Yes, <laughs> grading. This is one thing that kind of bothered me, even like Mina Kimes the whole time. Just and Seattle fan Twitter is just so absurd. Quarterback, quarterback, how do you not take Malik Willis here? Malik Willis, Malik Willis, Malik Willis. I was like, no, just don't do it. Just why would you want a project here? And then we just have to get another one in three years anyway. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. This is how I knew. This is how after the draft, after I saw what the draft was, I knew this is how I where we come back to the Baker Mayfield question. Yeah. I mean, whoever is at the helm is perfectly set up for success right now. Your left side is completely protected on passing plays. Your right side is bolstered. Uh, well, unless, unless if you're a left-handed quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then you got problems, but Was Kaepernick a lefty. No, no, no. Okay. So we're good. Yeah, we're set. Even oh, Drew, yeah, uh, Drew Locke and Gino would be just just fine, formidable. Turn, turn around and hand the ball off. That's all you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm so jacked about the cornerback room. That's like the one concern I had, and that's that's what we addressed perfectly. I feel. Yes, yes, I agree. I have to tinkle so bad because I was assuming that we were shutting down 15 minutes ago. <laughs> when we come back, Ken's got a bit of trivia as it pertains to the draft. 
And we're back. Ken's got a bit o trivia. It's kind of like a bit o honey. Uh, sweet and savory. I haven't had one of those in a while. I love bit of honey. Yeah, I mean, you can't love a bit of honey because you have to love 12 bit of honeys. They come 12? I thought they were six. <laughs> well, you get two six packs. Because and... <laughs> I bet you, I bet you can't have just one. Like the Lay's potato chips. Download, rate, subscribe. Biddle Honey and Lay's potato chips. We'll get that Frito Lay's money rolling through. The the key with a bit of honey is you can't try to chew it. Yeah, you gotta just savor it. That's the beauty it'll, of it. Because it'll it'll take a filling out if you. Yeah, you, you you like bite down and then you're stuck. Yeah. You can yeah. feel it. You can feel the tooth coming out of the gum if you try to open your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ken's got a bit of trivia for us as it pertains to the draft part three of the three pounder. Ken, hit us with it. Now this is, this is as of this year's draft, I updated the, I had the trivia question in the can, but I updated it with uh, the developments of the draft this week. I want you to tell me the top 12 and the reason I have 12, I'll explain in a second. (laughs) Schools with the number one overall pick number one overall number one overall pick which college teams have the most number one overall picks in the history of the draft this again is super bowl era the reason that it's 12 is there are six teams tied for or there i'm sorry there's seven teams tied with two picks okay okay so we've got Two tied with not two tied at number one have five overall. All right, here we go. 12 schools. Oklahoma. Oklahoma is tied for first. Alabama. Alabama is not on the list. LSU. LSU is tied for third. Or I guess it would be tied for sixth with two. Here's one North Carolina State. Negative. Ah, because or South Carolina State. South Carolina. Yeah, that's what I meant. The Gamecocks. Gamecocks, yes. Yeah, they they have two. Um, let's see. Oregon. Oregon is not on the list. Uh, Just one. Ohio State. Ohio State has three. Michigan. No. Interesting. Um, let's see. Think Wisconsin? No. Texas A&M? No. All right. Hold on. I got to go back through number one overall picks now. There's one school. Utah. We... No, they've only got one. Ah. There's one school what? There's one school that we were just talking about before we went back to recording here. SC. SC is tied for first with five. How many more? The other, do I the have? other SC, California, not, not Carolina. UCLA. No. All these schools are big time schools. All of them are big time. Yep. 
Okay. Let me think back who's been number one overall picks recently. Um, gosh, it all kind of bleeds. Like I'm thinking of number one picks, but they could be number three. I don't know. Fresno State. No, they're big time schools. These are all <laughs> big time schools. <laughs> there's Florida. Only, there's, not Florida, surprisingly. Georgia. Florida has never had a number one. Overall. Really? Georgia. Georgia just made the list with this year's. Yeah. Uh, Florida State. Not. Oh, only really? One, only one for Florida State. Hmm. How many more do I have to go? You've got one, two, three, four, five, six more to go. Think of power five schools. They're Clemson. All- not Clemson. They've only got one. And they so they just recently got a one. Last year, yeah. Last year. Um Power 5 schools. Uh let's see. Let's see. No. Not Think of Blue Blood. Think of Blue Bloods. Haven't I said them all? <laughs> no, there's there's a there's Texas. Texas. They've got two. Uh, gosh, five to go. Five more blue bloods. Nebraska? You've got one more. Nope. You've got one more Pac-12. You've got one more SEC. UW. No. They've only got one. One more SEC. Tennessee. Nope. Just one for them. We got one. Damn it, Peyton. Mm, Ole Miss. Nope. Just one. (laughs) Ole Miss has just one. Vanderbilt. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) One more Pac 12, Stanford. Stanford has three. Luck, Elway. And somebody else. Somebody else. <laughs> um, let's see. One more SEC and then all blue bloods. Who else is a blue blood? There's one more SEC. There's one more Big Ten. And there are two ACC. ACC. Notre Dame? Are they considered ACC? No, nope, they're, they're not in a conference. And Notre Dame doesn't have any. Interesting. Um, ACC. Oh, no. Sorry. Notre Dame does have one. ACC, you got to think 80s quarterbacks. Quarterbacks that were drafted in the 80s. Okay. Hold on. Hold the microphone. I got to think who's in the ACC. This team hasn't been good. One of the teams hasn't been good in quite a while, but the hope is that they're turning it around with their new coach hire. North Carolina. No. Brand new coach hire. Hasn't even coached a game for him yet. He yeah. coached a game. He coached a team that you're very familiar oh, with. Oh, uh, the, the Canes. The Canes. They have two. It's going to be. Duh. Uh, more ACC schools. Who else is in the ACC? Florida, not Florida State. Um, Georgia Tech. No. 
think Michael Vick is one. Oh, Vatek. Vatek. One more Big Ten, Purdue. Nope. Big time, powerhouse. Was a powerhouse for decades, and they're, they're kind of coming back. Mm-hmm. Silence. Gosh, I'm on the spot. Okay, I can't think of the Big Ten. All twelve of the Big Ten teams. There's fourteen. <laughs> There's fourteen Big Ten teams. Okay, I know it's not Maryland. I know it's not Rutgers. I know it's not Purdue. I've already said Ohio State. I've already said Michigan. I can't believe it's Michigan State. If it is, no. Uh, Minnesota, no. Right? No. Um. Penn, I can't imagine it's Penn State, is it? It is absolutely Penn State. Uh, I thought they were like a, like a two, three. They have like 50 million twos and threes, no number ones, though. You got to remember back in the late 70s, all of the 80s, early 90s, Penn State was dominant. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's Then fair. some guy decided to get handsy. <laughs> a little more than handsy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> One more, SEC. They've got three overall. SEC three overall. Um, Arkansas, no. Nope. Think one. Think one of the greatest sports. One of the greatest athletes of all time was one of them. Played running back. One of the greatest athletes of all time in the SEC. Who else haven't I said in the SEC? That's he was a, a two-sport player. I know. I'm. I'm. I don't know what college it is, though. It's because. <laughs> but you know, it's Bo Jackson. Yeah. Oh. I got it now. Auburn. Duh. Auburn. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Auburn didn't click as the SEC for me for some reason. A little bonus for you. There is a school that doesn't even have a football program that has a number one overall. I'm not going to have you answer it because you're never going to get it. I didn't even know that this, that this happened until I was researching this. There is a team out there called the Tampa Spartans. They don't even have collegiate football anymore. John Matuzak was a number one overall pick from that school. There are five teams. Here's, here's your other bonus. There's five teams in the Pac-12 that have never had a number one overall pick. Can you name them? Colorado. Colorado is one. (laughs) Um, UW. UW has had a number one. Oregon State. Oregon State is one. Um, Does Troy Aikman count for UCLA? UCLA. UCLA has one. Arizona. Arizona is one. Arizona State. That is another one. How many more do I have? One more. It's a program that you're very familiar with. Wasn't Joey Harrington number one or was he number three? No, he was number three to Joey Oregon. Oregon. Oregon is the other one. (laughs) I thought Harrington was number one. That's why I was confused. And then and then who was that other one um, from the 90s? Achilles Smith. Achilles Smith went to Cincinnati, but he was number two. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Huh. 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 That was supposed to change this year with Thibodeau. 
I think the injury. Yeah, and his his uh, they they weren't sure if he likes to play football. Um, I had he was on an interview on another podcast that that he was on. All he talked about the whole time was his was his uh, cryptocurrency. <laughs> Apparently, he's got some kind of his own cryptocurrency that he was peddling the whole time. Interesting. Like, not interested, dude. Now he's now he's in New York. Pedal all the cryptocurrency you want. Pedaling crypto. That's it for the draft. That wraps up the draft. That wraps up the draft. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, you're probably on the clock. Again. <laughs> <laughs> People love list, Ken. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. I did know that. Yes. What is the draft if not just a list of 32 teams make compiling a list seven times over? That's exactly what it is. Only that draft, only that list is as exciting as our list is going to be. That's true because we've got a list for the people, by the people, of the people, because we are men as such. And we're going to give you our top five, count them five Looney Tunes characters. And I know what you're saying. They're not that many of them. They're probably just going to say the same name over and over. But wait, let me stop you right there in those tracks of yours because that's not how we do lists on this show. If you're an avid listener, you know we've gamified the list. If I have one on my list that Ken has on his list, he says it. I have to cross it off my list. I can no longer use that name. Here we go, Ken. Top five Looney Tunes characters. Do you want to go first or second? I'll let you go first this time. All right. I'm going to take it first. And this brings me back to my childhood. It was like the first stuffed animal that I had of the Looney Tunes. And as a kid, he just was, he was just everything that I love because I'm a kid. I'm crazy. I'm spinning circles, running around destruction, terrorizing everything that is a piece of substance, Tasmanian devil. (laughs) You couldn't have guessed it in your, as your walk up to it. (laughs) Okay. I do like Tasmanian devil actually. He wasn't on. He wasn't uh, on my list, but that is a good character. <laughs> Absolutely ludicrous. I love Looney Tunes. They're, it's because they take the thing, they take the animal, and and bring it up to up to eleven. This one goes to eleven. Yeah, this is, it's like every cliche about that animal that you could compile into one bucket, and then amplify those cliches that's what they did with the animals now my number one and he's in a lot of a few of the guys that are on my list have only been in one or two episodes if you will one or two cartoons um but one of the standards an og and it's mostly just because of the voice alone which i think makes him so hilarious it's foghorn boy i say foghorn He was on my list because, yes, he's absolutely hilarious. Just... <laughs> he's so laid back. <laughs> and the way he talks, too, is just perfect. Perfect. My number two, I'm going to take it here just because cancel culture can't get my boy. It's Pepe Le Pew. I did have Pepe written down as well. Um, and I was going to say the exact same thing. You can't cancel him for me because it's so because <laughs> he's so damn funny. He's. He just wants to be a lover, though, is all it is. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's a hopeless romantic is what he is. That's right. And he's, I mean, it's unfortunate for him that he's trying to get with somebody from a different species, but, uh, <laughs> but he doesn't know that. Yeah, it's, I mean, love is blind. That's right. 
but it can smell. And that's why Penelope never fell for him. Exactly. <laughs> My number two, and it's in the same vein as Foghorn Leghorn. Because he's, because, no, he's in a lot of the same cartoons as Foghorn Leghorn. He's his nemesis, Henry Hawk. <laughs> Good old Henry Hawk. <laughs> I like it. I like it. My number three, and this is also another nostalgia play. I had like uh, stuffed animals, like decent, like probably three foot tall of the uh of the uh looney tunes characters this one was my favorite i love the dynamic the trio that he comes with um a literal cat and mouse or a literal cat and bird game i should say uh it's sylvester loves sylvester <laughs> suffering succotash yeah and again with the voice it's always the voice it's amazing uh that mel blanc could do so many his <laughs> like one of the greatest of all time as far as his voice actors right yeah i would say so because There's... because it's so broad is yeah what he could do i like it i like sylvester the whole sylvester well and well and he's he's got things going all over the place because he's got stuff with granny he's got stuff with hector he's got stuff with uh his son yep junior yeah yeah mine this this next one for me i'm if things plan out, play out for me here, my next three picks are all going to be one episode people, but they are, they stay, but they stay, they just stuck with me for all time. If you know, there's a character out there south of the border. His name is Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. Now he's not my pick though. He has got a cousin or, or some sort of relative. His name is Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Only been in one episode, but <laughs> The magnetic of it, of it all, the polar opposite of it all, makes it so funny. <laughs> he's just so laid back that I, that I think he's hilarious. Slowpoke Rodriguez, <laughs> Speedy's cousin, <laughs> the exact opposite of him. My number four, um, and. I'm going to go with it just because I feel so bad for the guy and you just want him to win so badly, but he just never does. It's wild E coyote. Even in the one, even in the one where he's with Sam, Sheep, like you think Roadrunner right away. Right. Yeah. yeah. But one of the best cartoons is the one with Sam sheepdog. They both punch in at the beginning of the day. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're buddies they arrive at work they punch in and then they, and then sam sheepdog just annihilates him for eight hours and then they punch out and go home <laughs> Brilliant. Such, such a great episode uh he's a likable villain is what he is because he never wins actually i think he's he's called ralph wolf in that episode but it's, it's the same character yeah, yeah yeah my next pick this is one. this is again it's a one-off it's in an episode with bugs bunny but it's a it's a criminal. He dresses up as a baby, babyface Finster. <laughs> <laughs> Bugs Bunny finds him. He's charged with him. He's duped the whole time. Thinks he's just a little baby. Finster baby. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of my favorite cart sing, standalone cartoons. Babyface Finster. Babyface Finster. Doesn't he have like guns? <laughs> <laughs> 
too. Yeah. <laughs> he's in a baby buggy. Yeah. He's got all kinds of. <laughs> it's like Al Capone as a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go on the Bugs Bunny train as well, but a little more mainstream character. Another kind of likable villain. He's just a, he's just a doofus is what he is. It's Elmer Fudd because he's out hunting rabbits, wabbits. I did have Elmer written down and it's mostly just because of the voice. What's funny is we've got on our local news, which we watch every morning, Monday through Friday, we've got a guy that does the weather and another one who's a correspondent. They both talk like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> I'm like, how, how do you have this job? I'm, I'm sure you're a great meteorologist, but you can't talk, dude. He's one of the <laughs> smartest meteorologists. So damn funny. You know, I'm going to pivot here. I was going to go with another one off, but I'll have him on my uh, outside looking in instead. Uh, a huge mainstay, the nemesis of, of uh, Bugs Bunny and almost every one of the episodes that, that they appear together in, it's Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck, a classic. See, he was on my list. He was going to be a, an honor, honorable mention. Doesn't it sometimes feel like they're trying a little bit too hard with Daffy Duck? Um, no, I think no? it's just... I think it's just the perfect amount of spice. All right, all right. He's spitting out bullets all the time. He's with your boy, <laughs> Elmer Fudd. <laughs> it's duck season. It's wabbit season. It's duck season. It's wabbit season. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, that's it. That, that's it, right? That's the list. Five, five. You got an honorable mention. I have just one honorable mention. I have a few. Uh, Michigan J. Frog. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Yeah, just a singing, <laughs> dancing frog just pops up and you're like, oh, where'd he come from? <laughs> um, I believe this guy was a one episoder and it was one of the OGs, uh, Gossamer, the big, okay. hairy, big, hairy yeah. guy. I like him just because of, like in original six. That's why I like him. Okay. I, he's probably been in more. But uh, I know the episode you're thinking of. And it's with Witch, Witch Hazel as well, who's another. The, the thing about Witch Hazel that I always thought was funny is when she scurries off, she's got her hairpins. <laughs> so good. Oh, I love I love the Looney Tunes. Uh, can't can't go uh, without saying the OG or the uh, the mainstay, the main guy, the main that big cheese uh, Bugs Bunny. Love Bugs Bunny. To the left at Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I uh <laughs> Bugs Bunny was another one of the stuffed animals I had. Um yeah, love Bugs Bunny. Well, he, when you when you think Looney Tunes, you think Bugs Bunny, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And watch up, Jack. Mm -hmm. Marvin Martian I also had as a uh, as an honorable. Okay. The only other one on the outside that I have here and it was a one-off based on a on a real life character, Dr. Lori. He was like a conniving guy. He was missing some teeth. And <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've seen, I don't know if I've seen him. I have to go back and see what I can find on the Looney Tunes. I know HBO has a lot of Looney Tunes stuff, but I think it's a lot of newer stuff too. He was a human. He was a human being character. And I can't remember what, what the, he was trying to kill Bugs Bunny, of course, though. Right. Was, was the whole thing. Scary guy. Scary, scary guy, but, scaring. Kids. But again, it was his it, it was his voice that 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 did it for me. 
<laughs> as as is with most Looney Tunes characters, some of them are the storylines are are fantastic. But uh, love the Looney Tunes. People love Liskin. Did you know that? I just found that out. Yes. Hopefully they love this one. Hopefully they love Looney Tunes as much as we love Looney Tunes because that's a that's a classic right there. If you're gonna watch cartoons, make it Looney Tunes. Can we close the show out as we always do with the little gaff we call the little things? It's those minor annoyances that just kind of get your goiter a little bit. Not going to make you go out and, you know, Michael Myers, some folks where you're just walking there running. And then in the end, there's only one person still alive. Actually, two, because Michael Myers is still alive. But it's not like that. So it doesn't really matter. Ken, what's your little thing? My little thing is, is, is an extremely little thing, but it, like you said, it gets your goiter, whatever. <laughs> I, uh, I've got the Podbean app. That's what I use to, to refer back to, to our app because we're not on Stitcher, mm-hmm. which probably explains why there's nobody listening. Well, um, so I've tried the whole Stitcher thing multiple times. They never, uh, they never post it on. I've, I'll have to look back into it and see. They're, they're stingy. So anyway, I get the pod bean j- just in case I need to reference back to one of our episodes, you know, go listen back to hear something. Or <clears throat> Kelly says, what, don't you listen to the podcast? And I was like, no, I was listening the first time. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was there when it was made. <laughs> but what they did shortly after I downloaded them and, and then I added us as, or I follow us on there as everybody should and everybody's best friend and their best friend and, and, and so on and so on and so on. Exponential growth. Yeah. Not that you have to listen people. You just Just tell your friend, download, rate and subscribe, grab your friend's phone, download or, and then just add us. And then they'll say what I keep getting this notification, whatever. Yeah. Erase (laughs) it and then do it again. Yeah. That's Um, all you got to (laughs) do. But like two days after I downloaded the app, I get three. All of a sudden, I've got four shows that I'm following. They added three shows. And there are shows that I would not listen to whatsoever. I can't remember who who they were, but it's far, far right, like Hannity type (laughs) um, political type people. Something you may be interested in. We'll let you. We'll we'll follow it for you. I'm like. Not only did you, not only did, not only would I never listen to this, how did it get even get added? I was so, and I unfollowed right away, of course, but I was like, how did this even happen? Podbean. Maybe it's like, maybe, maybe we need to get in cahoots with Podbean and they'll start following us on other people. (laughs) Have them start throwing us at people. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoy. Enjoy. Oh, I just downloaded 300 episodes, but I don't want to listen. That's fine. We just got 300 downloads. Boom. (laughs) Rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe. Steal your fans phone. (laughs) My little thing, Ken, and uh, my wife, I love her dearly. Um, But this is one thing she does that kind of gets my goiter. Picture my bed, our bed, as Mm -hmm. a sandwich. Some people cut the sandwich in half, vertical. Mm -hmm. Some people cut the sandwich as a diagonal. You get triangles. Now, with my sandwich, I prefer the triangle. Just feels fancier. With my bed, I prefer the vertical. My side, her side. My wife is 
the epitome of the diagonal sandwich cut. My legs, my feet touching her shins, over top, underneath, what have you. She is diagonal in the bed. She is the cut line. Whoa, so she's she's impeding your half of the bed. She's impeding the lower half of my station. Also, not only is that the little thing, but it comes with a bonus little thing because that wackies up the blanket. The blanket starts to turn. I can't find the corner. The blanket is spinning in circles because she's got like the corner over her face. So all night long, I'm spinning the blanket. That blanket does probably a 720 by the morning. Now, to be fair, she's unconscious. This is true. This is true. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why it's just a little thing. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I've got a couple questions for you. Or one follow-up and then then a suggestion for you. What what size of bed do you have? We have a queen. You have a queen. See, so that's a problem. Now, now me and Kelly, first of all, Kelly is much smaller than, than your wife. So she takes less space, <laughs> and, but we've also got a California king, yeah, which see. is the key, the key. You got to have a big, big bed. Yeah. But then that just promotes children sleeping in the bed. Well, that was going to, that was going to lead me to my other thought fo- or my other uh, solving this or, or solution to the problem or to the little thing that you have, because in our bed, we don't have any children. However, there is a dog that sleeps right in between us. See, we've got the cats, but the, you know what the cats do? If my, if my two legs have any sort of space in between them, both cats in the middle of my leg. So I, if I'm laying on my back, there's no turning over unless I move the cats. Oh, see my cat, my cat comes right, right here at the chest. Mine are, right mine are up in the up in my undercarriage. They like the warmth that my farts bring, apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ken, I also want to let you know that we do a lot of, you know, the little things could be construed as a negative thing. Um, so I've got a proposal here for you, and I'm going to give you just one. Here's a positive little thing that I had. I solved one of my former little things. Remember the oat milk or like the broth container right okay yeah that gloop 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 splatters out i figured it out so you know how the pouring hole is on there and then there's the space because it's in the corner right Mm -hmm. of the rectangle what you do is you take the space and that goes down so your pouring hole is on top of the container problem solved what about if um what about if you punched a hole in it too? I haven't tried that, but I would assume that would work because that's the whole reason is the airflow. Like if you, if there was, there was a, like a two year window that we used to do this with beer cans. Yeah. You pop the top. The, yeah. Punch a hole in the, in the opposite side. And mm-hmm. then you, and then there's no glug glug. It's just. It creates the airflow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then you, but then you don't have, you can't close up the, the container the yeah See, problem solved you just you pour it with the uh, thing on the top the pour hole on the top and then you go against the against the space on the top it works what if you did it sideways too i wonder if that would because you always go you always go you always go with the 
with the watt with the long end up right that, i mean well, you, that's so you have to do it sideways in order to do what i'm talking about right because say this is your pore hole and this is your you have to go this way so that the long end of the rectangle is down but what if what if it was sideways it has Would to be side it, you can't oh i see what you're saying yeah the thin side the thin side that's what i that's what i'm saying you do i've never oh, tried okay. it the long way yeah, well, eventually then you have to turn it up. You got to do a one eight. It's, it's hitting my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> we are just two idiots talking. That's the Sunday show happening on Sunday. Get at us on the social media at just two idiots talking on Instagram, just two idiots talking at yahoo.com. Completely forgot about Inception Brackets. We'll get that updated on Wednesday. Download, rate, subscribe. I'm over it. I'm over. No more Wilson. Let's put it to bed. Miss the playoffs. I'm good with that.